Hello and welcome to the Book Dialogue. This is Sarah and Rebecca and we have something exciting for you today. Welcome back to the Book Dialogue. This is Sarah and this is Rebecca and we have a very interesting book to speak about today. I'm really actually quite excited to share a lot about what I've learned through reading this book. But to, to give you a little bit of a hint, we are on a challenge of a 2020, 25 books in 2020. The issue that I face now is that Sarah is already five books in to the, <laughs> to the 2020 challenge. And uh, what we've done is we are reading different books. So today we're going to talk about Sarah's book, which I find fascinating. Go and take it well, away. Well, it, it's interesting. Um, this is actually The Power of Vulnerability. It's by Brené Brown. She's a social worker and has actually written a lot on shame. This is her kind of raison d'etre when it comes to uh, working in social work and psychology. The idea of shame and fear and vulnerability. And this particular book, I have to be honest, I did listen to it on Audible. And it is part of a, a lecture series. There's six sessions. And she speaks in more broad terms about what she goes into in more depth in some of her other books. But what this book did for me was to provide me enough of depth that I am absolutely enthralled and want to read more. Um, she is not by no means perfect. She is a very human individual. And she stare, shares a lot of her own struggles through this particular book. And I guess I engage with that because part of the whole reason that she has approached the idea of vulnerability is because of her own issues. I find it intriguing because the older I get, the more I realize how very flawed we are as people. Well, Sarah, now here's the difference between you and I. Are we really flawed or do we like to make ourselves feel that we're flawed so that we can sort of escape and, and try to say, well, I couldn't do that because I'm flawed. So let's go back to the power of vulnerability. I want to just ask a question. In our world, mm -hmm. vulnerability is not a strength. It is a weakness. Did she say it was a weakness or a strength? It's a strength. It, she started off, actually, by talking about the fact that we are in a culture of scarcity. And it, in initial think through that, it, it just seems the antithesis of uh, the society where we have so much. But we are in a scarcity because we don't, we perceive that we don't have enough. But yet we are more in debt and more addicted and more obese than we ever have been before. But... We don't have enough. We don't have enough food. We don't have enough money. We don't have the best job. We don't have this. And this whole culture of comparison leads us to be thinking of ourselves as being um, less than perfect or flawed. Inadequate. Inadequate. And, and it's interesting because when she, she's very research-driven, and what she was doing in her PhD dissertation was actually speaking uh, and doing quantitative research, uh, storytelling through gaining information from her research people about what does constitute um, 
of success. And what she ended up doing is she saw some correlations, you know, between all of the data that she was compiling. And there was a very diff big difference between those who were struggling and those who she ended up calling them wholehearted. And obviously dealing with the, the vagrancies of life and, and, in, and experiencing joy. And what it came down to is, is that she was identified that, that we as, as humans seek to have, uh, to experience love and to belong. And this, this desire for love and belong, belonging is what drives everything. And it is that which creates this wholehearted. And, and one of the things that she points out is that so many people in our society are driven by shame. And she has an interesting definition of shame, which is different from guilt, by the way. Uh, shame is an intensely painful feeling that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. And whether it's something that we have done or not done or experienced or failed, um, this all leads to this culture of shame. So let me... Let me ask you a question. If we want to belong, why is it that we think that others have to help us belong? Are we giving up our ability to belong and we are giving it to somebody else to make us feel like we belong? It seems to me that we're looking for other people to make us feel good rather than having an internal conversation about what this wholehearted is about. Did she speak to that? Yes, she actually did speak to that. It was interesting because love and belonging comes from connection. And this is where the, the power of vulnerability comes in. Because vulnerability is about opening up and accepting your authentic self, recognizing who you are, and that that is okay, that you are enough. And at the same time, being that authentic self with others. So it's not a case of looking to others to validate you or to give you feedback or to give you love, but really as an expression of finding within yourself that authentic and being real to that person and, 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 and realizing that you are enough and that you approach your life with gratitude and joy from your own perspective not as a result of how you engage with others, although connection was a very important thing, that you connect with others who are in that same position of being willing to be vulnerable, to open up and be their authentic self, as well as reveal that. And she goes into, she goes into the fact that you are not going to be authentic with all. You are not going to make connections with all. They aren't in that same place of being willing to be vulnerable to you. So we're looking for kindred spirits. I think that's a great way of identifying this whole concept of connectedness with others who are willing to be vulnerable as well. Because we have to get away from quid pro quo. If I'm kind to you, I expect that you will return the kindness to me. True, but the thing is, is that being authentic? No, no, but that's how we seek belonging in most cases. We expect certain types of behavior toward us if we have behaved in a certain way. And when we don't get that, 
we tend to go away from that person and move on to another person. Did she talk about that? Um, it didn't go much into that. You know, I think that the majority of the book really is talking from the perspective of, of self-realization. So an internal conversation. An internal conversation and allowing ourselves to be seen. And she really speaks to the, the idea that we need to move towards empathy, which is having courage um, and compassion and making these connections. And that we need to move away from fear and blame and disconnection. And interestingly, I've heard TED Talk on, on vulnerability is the fourth most watched TED Talk. So I think that this book speaks to the individual, where they start. And in through that self-realization and self-actualization, it puts you in a position to be able to reach out to others. And she's very, very forward about her inadequacies and her own issues. And I think the humanness of, of realizing that regardless of who you are and what position you retain through education or through politics or whatever you happen to do, that it's okay to be enough, that it's okay to be flawed and that you can't live in shame because we are who we are and we have to be authentic to that and we need to reveal that to others, be vulnerable that we give them an opportunity to be vulnerable with us. So, last question. Oh my, okay. How has that changed your behavior? You know, I think... Because books change books our... Books change our, our behavior. And I think... Um, I'm reading another book right now, and they... Uh, okay, that was of another plug. <laughs> but one of the things that the, this phrase in this book is, is called radical honesty. And I think that that's part of what the journey in, in this book was, is being uh, radically honest with yourself and with others, because that's a part of being wholehearted, that, that ability to be able to be vulnerable, to reveal your inadequacies, uh, your, your fears, your anger, um, and to be honest, not only with yourself, but with others. So I think that um, in terms of what did this book do for me, it allowed me to articulate that. It allowed me to realize that I want to know more. It allowed me to see myself um, in light of realizing it's okay to, to be out there. I don't have to be perfect. I'm you know, I, I'm known as being relatively intelligent. Um, you know, I'm very capable. Most of the things that I do put my hand to, I do very well, but I am not perfect and I am going to make mistakes and it is okay to make mistakes and it is okay to say, I'm sorry, I didn't make it. I didn't, it didn't work out well this time, but I will do better next and not have that shame of realizing that it was a terrible thing and I should have known better. Well, yeah, maybe I should have, but it doesn't matter. It is, a, I am who I am and it's okay. And other people are going to make mistakes. And having that compassion and the care to allow them to do that as well. And to hear, I'm sorry, and to believe it. I love this book already. Well, I, I really look forward to sharing it with others who would like to read it. And I'd love to be able to hear back from them if they had that revelatory moment as well. Well, my word for this year is reconciliation. It's a beautiful world. And it goes along with this because the first conversation, the first reconciliation is with ourselves. I think this is a great book and I think this is a wonderful conversation and I'm looking forward to more 
in well, 2020. <laughs> well, and I am too. And I, I'd love to be able to, uh, next time we chat, um, hear a little bit more about what you're reading and how it's changing your life. I would love that. Thank you all for joining us today, and we would love to welcome you back. Stay tuned for what that book might be. Whatever it is, it is going to be fascinating, and we want to hear what your reaction is to it as well. So thank you for joining us. This is Sarah. And Rebecca. It's been a great time. And we look forward to next time with you.